Sir, we're detecting a massive object emerging from hyperspace. Oh my god. That's Dusty Vader's ship. Sir, shall I begin targeting their fleet? Lord Vader will handle the fleet. Target the base at Scarif. Single reactor ignition. Yes, sir. You see, this is the Dusty Vader man, Baybell. And I gotta bring you a message, see? There's been hard times in the galaxy. You see what I mean is while I've been sleeping in alley in Tatooine, Baybell, the coronavirus has taken over more than the Empire could ever have. You see, Baybell, when a man shows up to work and he's told, I'm as far when ready. Or when a lady shows up to work and he, he's told, you put on a mask. Families are forced to spend time together, stuck in quarantine, baby. Ooh, time. I tell you, I can only handle so much before I get funky like a monkey, baby. But let me tell you, there's one thing that has a little bit of ease in mind, daddy. And it's called the Turnbuckle Report. Yeah, baby. Rogue One, may the Force be with you. You really are the galaxy's dream. All ships, prepare for jump to hyperspace! Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and more to come. You can catch the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday. Also, check out the Big Dog every Friday on Dogcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. You're listening to the number one wrestling podcast in America, baby. With me tonight, as always, the guy, Chad. What's up, brother? Uh, you are for Dexter Loomis, bitch. That's what's I up. I have been a little up for Dexter Loomis. Yeah, I, I'm digging this, dude. I'm digging it. And you know who else I'm up for? The dog cast father himself, Joshua. What's up, brother? What is going on, my dude? <laughs> okay. I'm feeling good. I got a little of the sippy sippy going on here. I got I got a homemade sangria. What are you guys drinking on tonight? I got a little Coke, Cherry McGillicuddy, and mm-hmm. ice, which just makes up a drink of some kind. That's a natural mixer is really what it's it exactly is. what it is. That's what I like. Don't talk yeah, shit Speaking about of it. natural mixers, I'm drinking Baja Blast. <laughs> Brought to you by Pepsi. With what? Like the, like the ta- taco. Bell? What is in the drink, Josh? Uh, oh shit! Oh, just shit. that's it. Man, I'm getting way aggressive about your drink tonight. I have no idea why. I think you know what it is. I think I'm just really upset about this Dexter Loomis shit. Can we just fill in everybody right now and just why? Okay, so off air before we get on the show, I'm asking the guys. Hey, did, are you guys checking out this Dexter Loomis guy on NXT? And I'm totally over on him. I like the gimmick. I like what he's doing and. Uh, apparently me just bringing up Dexter Loomis means that I need to just go ahead and get shit on by, uh, old Chadwick and Josh wish. So that's, what's happening. I got, I'm getting shit on because I like this guy and I'm totally over. <coughs> Excuse me. Something was caught in my throat there. Um, he looks like Cody Rhodes to me. 
And that's a problem? I mean, everybody just wants to be Cody. You know, come up with something original. Don't don't show up to NXT and be like, well, I got some tattoos on my arm and I'll dye my hair blonde and I'll come out with a Dr. Disrespect mustache and call myself Dexter. And I'll be the most over thing you guys will ever want. He 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 just he just walks out and goes, Champions Club, Champions Club. <laughs> Why are we here today? Okay. <laughs> Champion Club member from the guy that has dropped Dr. Disrespect on this show. I think about 455 times. <laughs> and you're pissed at me because I mentioned one wrestler one time that I like. I'm just saying. He looks like fucking Cody Rhodes to me. Excuse my language because my kids listen to this show. Okay, so forgive me. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a problem. It's a problem. You know why I like you know why I like Dexter Loomis? Because out of all three WWE shows right now, that's what caught my eye. I watched all of Raw this week. I watched all of NXT. I watched all of SmackDown. And of course, every blissed second of AEW. And the only thing with a WWE brand other than Otis on SmackDown was Dexter Loomis that caught my eye. Well, Keith Lee too. But NXT NXT was fired this week. And I'm disappointed in you guys. Didn't watch it. I don't know. I'm very disappointed. I, I, I'm pretty sure Josh is Googling NXT right now. So that he could try to get in on the, the conversation. What does NXT even stand for? <laughs> Let me tell you right now what it is. NXT stands for Never Existing Tonight. Because it's a Wednesday show, just like us. And I would way rather watch AEW. Just like when you guys were younger. And you didn't flip back and forth between WCW and WWF. I am in no way, shape, or form flipping back and forth between AEW and NXT. You don't have to. Just DVR it. I'm not going to do that either. Let's talk about Raw. Did you guys watch Raw this week? Of first course. thoughts right out the gate. Let's start with Chad. What's your first thoughts? Bobby without Lana it was the best thing I've seen in a long time, baby. Long time. Yeah, he can actually talk. Yeah. He 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 can actually like do more than just put out a segment. He can You know what was interesting about Raw this week that I found out through uh through Bobby Lashley is that he can actually wrestle. It was amazing to me. Yeah, he's only been doing like 12 years. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was amazing. Maybe I've been away from Raw for too long, but just hear me out for a second here. Bobby Lashley can wrestle. Holy shit. Yes. Can you imagine that? That a man that works for WWE can fucking wrestle. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's palatable, really. It really is. It was awesome. It really leaves a good taste. Josh, what were your first impressions of Raw this week? Uh, What's going to be on Wednesday night's episode of AEW? Wow. So you're doing the same thing. You're watching Raw going, what are we going to see on Wednesday? The problem is, is I can't do the no crowd. I can't do the empty arena. I just can't. It's just too hard for me to watch. So the few people that AEW is scattering around the ring is enough for you? Well, if you notice their camera angles, they're completely different. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of makes the show. I mean, eh, I don't know. I'm not big on Raw right now. No, I'm not either. And, you know, I it's kind of a shame because I think uh, Drew McIntyre is the right champion coming out of WrestleMania. I like what he's doing. I'm pumped about Drew McIntyre. Uh, his seeing him now in that babyface role of, um, you know, defending his title. I think he's doing all the right things. I'm sick and tired of seeing Seth Rollins. And once again... 
You heard it on the Turnbuckle Report, Seth Rollins. He needs a yeah, that motherfucker needs a faction. He does need a because faction. Because he sucks without one. He does. He sucks without one. And you know, Vince McMahon's firing every faction he's ever been a part of, so um <laughs> literally. It's not long there for old Seth Rollins. But uh, no, I, I like what uh, they're doing with Drew McIntyre. You're absolutely right, Josh. The the no crowd thing is tough. It really is. It's 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 tough to watch wrestling in this capacity. Somehow, AEW has figured out the formula. Oh, yeah! Uh, it's, they found out how they can make an entertaining show and, uh, and, still, and still pop a rating. So why hasn't Raw, why hasn't SmackDown, and I'm not going to say NXT because I was actually very entertained by NXT, but why haven't Raw and SmackDown, the flagships, why haven't they figured this out? Because Drew needs to come out, get on the mic, and say, Seth, Seth, you need to be in by the fucking faction! That's all. I sounded like fucking Schwarzenegger, by the way. There's there's so many factors leading to them getting bought by Disney. It's out of this world. And then now that Becky Lynch has been announced that she's confirmed a role in the MCU, it just kind of adds up. So I was hoping you'd bring that up tonight because we've been having some conversation about it. But what what explain for us? What, what exactly is she taking on with this new role? Well, she's going to actually play a character now in the MCU, much like Dave, motherfucking Batista, best of all time. So she's going to have her own character in the MCU. Now, think about it. You keep getting these wrestlers into the MCU and ESPN. And right now people are probably like, yeah, I don't know if ESPN and Fox, they're the ones talking about buying them out. So then who owns them? Just so you can clear that up real quick. Disney. Aha! Anyways, back on track. <laughs> I know, right? So they're definitely trying to buy them and it'd be it'd be smart it'd be smart because that'd be the best way for you to intertwine it would not be smart for us wrestling fans AEW will completely be the only show we'll ever watch because if Disney buys the WWE it'll be completely PG for the end of time well I don't disagree um with what the WWE is now it is definitely the Disney's version of wrestling so I don't disagree with you, man. I, I hope it doesn't happen, though. I, I think the bigger point for me, and every time I hear this scuttlebutt about Disney buying out the WWE, is all of a sudden Vince is ready to sell? Yeah, I know. I mean, what's, who has that kind of money? How much money Disney. did he invest into that football league? XFL, is he hurting that bad that he need Disney to come to the rescue? Maybe that's what it is. That's what it's coming down to. Well, I think he took a bloodbath on that. Is this a George Lucas thing? I mean, you just get to that certain age where it's like, you know, I don't know if I have the steam to continue with this thing. I've built an empire. Let's sell it off while it's still hot. Is it, Do you think that's what's going on, Josh? 100%. There's no question in my mind that he's... And I think the problem is, too, is that he's too fucking stubborn to let it go to Stephanie or Triple H mm-hmm. or Shane. He's like, fuck you guys. If if I'm if I'm leaving, we're all we all are, and that's kind of what he has going on, and it's going to really hurt the business because what's going to end up happening is right now wrestling like AEW and WWE is pretty much ran behind the scenes by old wrestlers, right? Mm-hmm. So what's going to end up happening there is that a major company is going to buy them out, and they're going to run it like a fucking company, which means they're going to bring in people. They have no fucking idea. They're going to bring in creative people that don't watch wrestling, but they might make, you know, Spider-Man 2 or something. So we're going to be like, well, let's try this angle. And it's going to get so kiddy that we're going to go back to the golden era. 
Hmm. Yeah. You're going to see all these wild-ass characters like Big Elbow Jim. <laughs> Big or, Elbow Jim. You know, fuck, man. Jeez. Axel Duggan. Well, that's kind of what's sad about this because seeing what Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels, for that matter, what they're able to do in NXT, um, it's kind of a shame to think that we may be witnessing a new WWE where these guys won't have any control. You know, I can't help but to think, is this just a, pl- a callback to 98 when Time Warner purchased WCW and started imposing their corporate laws and their corporate rules onto wrestling and they put non-wrestling people in there to run the business and and we saw that completely tank? I mean, is that is that kind of what we're, we're approaching? What if it's a merge? What if it's not a buyout? What if it's just a merge? What if it's just a financial backing? with uh disney and it's still the mcmahon's running the show it's just disney's money see i would be open for that because that means that the wrestlers would still have the say and then they'd have the money to do whatever they wanted but on that same aspect you still got to think at the end of the day disney's still number one so if they really don't like the angle they're going Mm -hmm. you bet your ass i'm sure there's someone on the board of disney that could make the call they've already been making the fall call Who, who owns fox Disney. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't but know. make no make no mistake about it. Disney is a bigger company. And in this scenario, the the bigger dog's going to get the bone. No matter how long Vince has been in the business and this that and the other, he owns wrestling and Disney owns the well, world. He knows that. I mean, he's been in the business game long enough. He has to be coming in knowing that. I would I would much rather I mean, Chad to to add on to what you said. I would rather have that though. I would rather a merger, you know, rather than a complete buyout. I would almost, if I were Disney, that's what I would want because what is Disney, you know, they're going to be like, we don't have to run a wrestling company. What are we going to do with this? Like there's some money to be made here, but we need yeah. people to run it. And obviously the the choice would be Triple H or Stephanie or any of the McMahons mm-hmm. really to get in there and get the job done with any of the staff members they have, you know, um, I would, if it were me, if I were the leader of the mouse of house, house of mouse, I would want. House I would mouse. want the McMahon still behind the realm, behind you know taking the reins and just making things happen uh, with the company. I wouldn't want to. I, I would want the money and shares, but I would not want to run it. So you know, you just say, "Hey, let's merge, bring the two together. I'll give you some financial backing. You guys run the shows. Done and done." Vince McMahon is never going to be told how to run his business in any capacity. He may step back. That will be a McMahon running it. That will be a short lived honeymoon period it just wouldn't be mcmahon it wouldn't be vince it would be a mcmahon or maybe even hunter paul if you will running the show you know i kind of go back to what josh said though i kind of feel like you know mcmahon's got this mindset of if if i'm not gonna run it nobody's gonna run it because let's not act like that shane isn't smart enough as a businessman to be able to run this this company uh stephanie the same thing Uh, triple h for that matter They've been groomed for these positions, but is the ego so much that you're never going to get him to hand the reins over to these folks? How much does it cost to get rid of the ego? You know, money talks. That never goes away. I mean, (laughs) that never goes away. The power this guy has and the accomplishments he's had, that is never going to go away. But you know what has went away is the existence of Roman Reigns in the WWE. And we're already seeing that this guy's kind of, he's dwindling, right? He's hes waving um, maybe a little sourpuss about uh, him, you know, focusing on his health a little more. Like you would kind of mention this off air, Chad, you know, his health 
being at the forefront of his mind as it all it should for all of us. I don't blame him one bit. If I if I just had cancer during this COVID shit, like I would do the exact same thing he did. My my health and well being is mm-hmm. more important because I would want to be able to get past this to do a job later on and not you know sacrifice my life day in and day out for the job. You know I'm thinking long term here, not yeah. short term. And so for me, if I were Roman Reigns, I would do the exact same thing. You know, I, I don't blame the guy. But, you know, who does is, is, and I don't really know this for sure. Maybe this is just more what we're reading in the media, but Vince does. Vince is removing his name from everything. Like the man never existed. And, and that's a little harsh, I think. I think it's a little rough to say that Roman doesn't exist, considering he's been in every major title match in the last 10 years. I mean, it's kind of unfair to Roman, even though I'm not a big Roman Reigns fan. This is still pretty shitty, uh, you know, considering he was looking out for his health. I think it's all work. <laughs> it's a work. <laughs> it's I a do. work. I really do. Explain. I actually think it's a work because they're so they're in a period right now that they've never been in. They're in a period where now you have no crowd and you're able to do these tapings and Roman's not there. And how can we play that angle? Because frankly they weren't going to get the fans to like roman okay it just wasn't happening so their thought is the best way that we could do that is if we make the company as a whole the bad guy it's exactly the same as when vince finally turned at the montreal screw job that's exactly the same thing that you're seeing here is you're seeing the company turn on their main guy and what that did is it's going to pull the fans back to him and feel bad for him be like, dude, we're on your side. You were just doing what was best for you. And then he'll get the push. He'll go back and you will restart Roman Reigns to the character that they want. Uh, he's had so many restarts, though. Like, this would be, if this is a work, they'd be restart number four, five, six. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But with, with, but with that argument, though, that would play into what Josh is saying. Because I'll tell you right now, I am not a Roman Reigns fan because he's been shoved down my throat. So, with that theory, Josh, do you now do you then become a Roman Reigns fan? If they bring him back as a character, like a Samoa Joe style, or like a like a beat him. Okay, this is gonna be really hard to explain. If you were to take Samoa Joe and Stone Cold and fuse them into one character, yes, I would be over on Roman Reigns. Okay, so he comes back as a brawler, right? And a heel. Yep. A heel babyface, though. A heel babyface just like Stone Cold was. Because he they was kind of the heel, but at the same time, everybody was over on him. You know what I mean? Hmm. So if we see him come back, do you want to see him? Here's the thing. Let me back up. Let me back up. If this isn't a work and Roman Reigns quits, he, he's released from his contract, inevitably there is no question that AEW is where he lands. No question. Not that I want that. It's just that's that that's what's going to happen. This is a huge star, right? Arguably, uh, every bit as big as uh, Macho Man Randy Savage was in '94. I I'd venture to say Hulk Hogan. That could be the switch that would put AEW over the top. So if he comes back, do we want to see him in an AEW ring, or do you want to see him in a WWE ring? Ultimately, I'd rather see him in AEW, but 
either way, if he comes back, that's how I would like to see him. If he comes back as Roman, I'm not going to give two shits. Chad? This is a tough question for me because I could also see him going to Impact and doing just as well. Um, do I think he'll be a major draw at Impact? Probably not. He'd be a major draw at AEW. But I could see Roman just, you know, does AEW need him is the question. You know, um, if if he gets let go, let's say hypothetically this does happen. He gets released from that badass contract he has that I'm reading about here. Does AEW need him? Just to flip your question. Yes. No, no, I no, I don't think so. I don't think AEW needs him at all. I do. Josh, I want to hear your argument. I fully think that they do need him because right now what AEW lacks is a star talent of today's era. They, they You can't keep pulling in these old WWE guys. It didn't work for WCW ultimately in the end. It had no fucking impact for impact. So AEW, if they keep trying to follow the same line of bringing in all these old, old dudes – like Jake the Snake and the same guys, literally. It's not going to work. So how? what they need to do is they need to bring over a huge power like Roman Reigns. We might not like him. The fact of the matter is, though, he has a huge following, bigger than almost anybody in the business or the industry currently. Under the age of 14. And AEW is is got a higher age demographic than that. They have that, that, that uh, wanted demographic, right? That... What is it, 25 to 50 or something, yeah, whatever it is? Roman Reigns does really well with kids. Like, he, he's got a huge following. He, most of his merchandise sell are, like, Christmas, birthdays, kids, man. Kids love this guy, and kids sell, you know, as it's been proven with John Cena and Hulk Hogan. And that's the one thing that they're lacking because that's how you pull your crowd. So right now they're pulling the WCW Attitude Era people, which is you and I and our parents' era. And what they're doing. You're telling me that Roman. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I can't take it anymore. <laughs> You're telling me that Roman Reigns is a bigger draw than a formerly Dean Ambrose and a, a Chris Jericho? You're telling me that? Yeah. For no the demographic. Way. Okay, so let me ask you this. What what gives AEW the push that, that they need? Answer me this. I, I can tell that you that pushes right now. them over the top. That yep. pushes them over the top. And I, I can tell you right now, demographic, well, demographic. Go ahead, demographic. Like the younger demographic. Because right now, WWE is still a bigger company than AEW. They pull way more people yep. every weekend, and you know why that is? It's because they're bringing the new fan. Where AEW is living on the current fan. What happens to the current? They become the past. Your company goes under like WCW. Okay, we've already seen that. So what can AEW do differently than WCW? Well, A, they can pull in the same crowd like WCW is, the current crowd. Bam. Just like WCW is, they completely screwed WWE. They pulled them. Mm -hmm. All those fans over. So now, though, what can they do to finally put the nail in the coffin? And that's easy. Do what WCW wasn't able to do, and that's pull the new crowd. So, if you can get Roman Reigns to pull the new crowd to you... Wait, what? So, hold on, wait. You're saying WCW didn't pull over the new crowd? Yeah. I don't know about that, man, because I was that new crowd. I was a young guy watching WCW before I was watching WWE. At that time, WWE was pulling more of the demographic of teenagers to college kids. While the young ones were still following Hulk Hogan and some of those others at WCW, 
And the only reason that WCW had any kind of leverage or ratings over WWE at that time was because of, and I don't mean to get too deep in this because this is not a dark episode, was because of the NWO. That drew in the ratings. But when WCW fucked up that storyline, all the all the ratings came right back to WWE. And and I, I don't believe that that's the case because it's want over need. Necessity does... AEW need Roman Reigns? The answer to that question is no, they don't. They absolutely do not. And they can buy their time. You can see the WWE is cutting their own feet out from underneath them. This is going to turn into a financial problem for them. And that's all AEW is waiting on. Just for them to fuck up themselves. They don't have to pull in the ratings. Yeah, and what what I don't want to happen is AEW to swoop in like, there I agree with you, Josh. I don't want them to swoop in like WCW did and take all these old guys. I don't want them to do that. I want them to keep with what they have. The biggest thing, in my opinion, that that put WCW out of business is they didn't do enough with the young talent they were cultivating. We should have seen that young talent, that cruiserweight division we've talked about time and time again. We should have seen them get the push earlier uh, in WCW and the focus go on them and not so much a reinvention of the NWO with the Wolfpack. If we would have seen that, I think that WCW still has their doors open today. On top of that, if AEW continues down the road they're going with their new guys, I'll tell you, I'm so over on Lance Archer right now, it's not even funny. You take you take Lance Archer, you take all these guys in the inner circle, they are applying Darby Allen. I mean, Darby Allen and, dare I say, Orange Cassidy is the most over-wrestler in all of wrestling right now, period. Kids love this guy. So I feel like AEW is building that longevity because they are focusing on the younger crowd. They're focusing on the new up-and-coming stars of the future. And right now they're teetering the fence, and Roman Reigns would push them over. It's it's all about long-term. They're not thinking about right now. They're not thinking about what June. Most businesses do that. And as an entertainment industry, you should be thinking about now. But I think AEW is writing off of Tony Khan's money that they can think long-term. And they're getting away with it right mm-hmm. now. We'll see how long that'll last, though. On a serious note, I feel like we got way serious tonight, by the way. No, we really did. And I didn't think the Roman Reigns conversation... I mean, this was really just like a social buzz topic, right? Yeah. I didn't think it was going to dig in this much. But I'm really enjoying this because, I mean, what is going to happen here? And Josh, you you were chiming in and, and, and we didn't mean to cut you off there. What, what were your what were your thoughts there that you were going to say about Roman Reigns? What do you mean? Right there, when Chad was coming in, you you were uh, you were saying something about Roman Reigns and, and and AEW. Doesn't matter. I think personally, Roman Reigns going on to AEW would be um, inevitable. If he gets cut by WWE, that's where he's going. I don't see him with power. I don't see him with Impact. Uh, Ring of Honor. I, I don't even think that's that's not even going to be entertained. It's AEW, and they're going to throw a shit ton of money at him to come, because he walks in, and you've got Dean Ambrose, you've got you've got John Moxley there to tell a story. Go ahead, Josh. Well, like you were saying with Orange Cassidy, though, they're riding that that fence. They're riding the fence of can we push into the new era? We already have the kids. Roman Reigns goes over there, it tips him over the fence. Okay, so I agree with you in, in that aspect. I think the kids are going to enjoy that. As far as I know, your your son, he's still he's still a huge Roman Reigns fan, right, Josh? Is, is his favorite guy bar none. Not even close to anybody. Yeah. Bar none. So 
I guess I guess I got to step out of my age group and my demographic and think about that that up and coming. And yeah, you're probably right. That would put AEW over to a point that um, uh, they're going to put WWE in, the, in their tail lights. So That's, the sad thing is, is that Orange Cassidy is the most over wrestler for wrestling fans. Roman Reigns totally. is the most over wrestler in the world. Think about and, it. And I assume you're getting that you're you're getting to that conclusion because of merchandise sales, right? One hundred percent. Who do you see at Walmart? Yeah, no, you do. You're right. You're right. Roman Reigns. It used to be John Cena. It's Roman Reigns. It's Roman Reigns. He is officially taken over. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch are the three faces of the company right now. Bar none, not even close. Even with him being gone right now, I don't disagree. There's no disagreement there, but that's at WWE. You can't you can't assume that in AEW. Um, can you see like what happened to Ambrose when he went over? I mean, his whole the whole character change and everything that happened. Like Ambrose, who mm-hmm. in WWE, John Moxley, everybody knows who that is. So it's like, can we see that with Reigns? Can he maintain that name, that type of character style? Would that work in AEW? See, and I think John has actually uh, surpassed the Dean Ambrose and the oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely the uh, Shield gimmick. Because I, I look back now, and it's it's John Moxley, and it's oh yeah, that's the guy that used to be Dean Ambrose. Exactly, and you don't want to reuse yeah. the Shield in AEW. It's no. got to be something else. You can't reuse that. No, I think I think the you sword. bring in you bring in <laughs> the sword. No, and this this goes back to what you were saying in the beginning there, Josh. If you if Roman Reigns comes out over, you make him a character heel. Yep. You make him a heel and you pit him against their biggest baby face, which is John Moxley. Yep. And maybe team up with Warlow. That's not a bad idea. Ooh, I can see Warlow. Because those like two that. look almost the same, right? Yeah. The same Warlow dude. is my favorite current AEW person. I want to hear about this. Let's let's hit it. Why why Wardlow? Out of all the roster, why Wardlow? He's so believable. He, he's yeah, their he really only is. believable big guy. Sorry, but AEW's only believable big guy is Warlow, and this last week of AEW showed it. I mean, mm-hmm. all I mean, he looked like a younger version of like Brock Lesnar, kind of. I mean, he was out there looking like Brock was. Now he's a beast, man. He's a beast, and and you know. I would be really intrigued by that. If you brought him over and somehow there was a program where Wardlow and Roman Reigns meet up and you've got MJF as that mouthpiece, that'd be tough to beat, man. That would all around push Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, to the mm-hmm. next level, level two. That would put him at an ultimate face because get this. What they would do is they would bring over Roman. He'd be a total heel. And then there be there would come a point where MJF, Warlow, and them are going after Dean Ambrose, and then they're going to stand in the ring, do a classic face to face, like Stone Cold and The Rock did, and they'd look right, other would look left, they'd do it again, crowd would go fucking nuts, oh, and they would, would look yeah. each other in the eyes, and they would fight, and Dean Ambrose would lose, and Roman would pick up the mic and go, "This isn't a stupid." other company gimmick or whatever blah 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 if you thought our mm-hmm. friendship was real you're blind or whatever use some line and the crowd yeah. would fucking erupt roman reigns would be the most over hill they'd be like oh my god and it'd be the hill that you actually need you would be an actual hill and that's the difference let me clear something up that's the difference between the fans hating roman reigns and someone being a hill because a hill everybody loves to hate you roman reigns right now we just hate you that's the difference. 
This is exactly what I needed you to say. This is what I was trying to get at, is that he can't come to AEW as Roman Reigns from WWE. He has to be what you said Something new. to get over. He has to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has to. Agreed. And then in that same in that same point of AEW literally doing overnight what WWE hasn't been able to do ever, is they would not only make Roman Reigns the best heel in the industry, they would also put Dean Ambrose farther over than anybody else in the industry in the same night. Let's face it. I think we're all... In agreeance that we love Roman's look, we just don't like his character. So they, he just needs to tweak his character, and we'd be over on the guy. One hundred percent. I think thirty minutes later, I'm convinced that I want Roman Reigns now in AEW. Hell yeah! I, I, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, when we first had this off-air conversation, I'm like, man, I don't anything Roman Reigns. I steer away from because I'm just not over on the character. But would I be over on him being a character heel? Yeah, I totally would be. And I could see that movement. And I intriguing um, and yet to come. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I I do know that that Roman Reigns has been very uh, genuine in a lot of his social media, in a lot of his his, uh, with what he says and what what direction he wants his character to go. I got to assume that same is being applied to what he feels right now with how the WWE is treating him. So. Who knows? I don't have any clue what his uh, contract looks up, looks like right now. But, uh, boy, that would be intriguing. By the end of the year, we see Roman Reigns debuting in AEW. Especially, we need. especially if John Moxley is still the AEW heavyweight champion. Hmm. Now, now you've got lightning in a bottle, and they're putting WWE in the dust. You guys have convinced me. And much like Otis took over SmackDown, Roman Reigns has taken over the turnbuckle report, but I'm not going to let him get all the way over. Because with that, whether you heal, whether you baby face, you do your thing. I'm an outlaw. I'm an outlaw. Quick on the draw. Quick on the draw. Something you never seen before. You never seen. And I give a motherfucker to come in my face. I got something wrong. I got something wrong. And I got it from home. And I got it from home. And it ain't a microphone. And I give a motherfucker to come in my face. This has been a Dogcast production.